The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, I am lucky enough today to have a, uh, a constitutional enthusiast with us. Enthusiast, just, not not professional. I didn't say professional. I didn't say expert. I said enthusiast. Yeah, not an expert. Because <laughs> someone had brought up a point to me that I thought was very interesting for a discussion point. Basically, they said, okay, the, the Bill of Rights, it limits the federal government as to what they can do. It says you cannot make laws doing this or this. But any law, anything not specifically reserved to the federal government goes back to the states. Correct. So the fact that the Second Amendment says the federal government cannot make laws, does that mean any state can make any laws for stickering Second Amendment rights? No, because there are 18 enumerated powers, and the states cannot supersede those powers. So the Second Amendment is very clear, and a state cannot... Just say we're not going to abide by the Second Amendment. Well, they do, but they're they not supposed do, to. but they're not supposed to. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, there are eighteen clear enumerated powers that the states cannot supersede, and then everything else should be res- resided to the states. So, for instance, this Roe versus Wade mess. If you ch- believed in true democracy, then you should be extremely happy now because that's a state issue. Right, and it's unfortunate that so many states are not but the, falling on the side of freedom yeah, which, when it comes to that. Which maybe that's a perfect example too, Roger. The reason that there is a right to bear arms and a right to self-protection is because it's clear as day in the Constitution and it cannot be touched by the states. There is no such thing called abortion in the Constitution, so there is no protection. Right. It, it was not something either that was way. Even available. At exactly, that point, yeah. either way. So that is why that is a state issue, and the Second Amendment is not. Right. I yeah, I got that. Drop the mic, leave. No. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. But it just seemed kind of odd because they said, "Well, okay, so they don't. In, they can. So they shouldn't be able to infringe in any way on your right to keep and bear arms." Honestly, uh, if I, in a strict interpretation of a constitution, which I like, I like to be old yeah. school. Um, absolutely, I don't think a state should have any say on the Second Amendment. But unfortunately, because of some rulings in the Supreme Court, they give leeway to a right, state to certain things that they deem are too dangerous yeah. for citizens to own. Right. But yet, so which honestly, I can. The people are going to the people in a state are going to be the ones who decide who runs that state. So I'm okay with the state if they want to say, well, okay, we're, we don't want you to own a... More um, than 10-round magazines. No, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> but but again, it comes down to the people. You know, that would never right. pass in Georgia. That's never going to pass in Texas because we're not going to well, allow... We hope it. not. But what, yeah, Georgia's we hope getting not. a little purple there. Right, well, it was, <laughs> but not now, according to the last election when you look at the results. It, okay, it, it okay, went, just checking. It went more red, but, but if you... But I mean, but I don't want the federal, the federal government especially shouldn't be able to say, you can't own this. But if a state wants to vote and say, okay, you can't own fully auto without this license or without this. Well, that's the federal government restricts that. I know, but I don't think they should. I think it should be a state. And there was a state Uh, issue once where the state said, as long as it doesn't leave the state, you can have a suppressor. We don't care. Right. And it just, you can have it, you can own Mm. it. And the federal government stepped in, arrested two guys who did it. And they went to court, went all the way to, I think, a district court. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, the fine for this normally, violating federal law is a minimum $10,000, between $10,000 and $250,000. Wow. And up to 10 years in prison for violating this law. Right. But because the state had put this law on the books that said they were allowed to do this. Right. They ended up getting acquitted right. with no, no mark on their record and paying an $800 fine. Wow. So they kind of almost agreed with the fact that the state had the right to do had that. The right to do it. Well, see, there's a the thing. If and this is what I mean. If the federal government, of course, because it's a Second Amendment, that is an enumerated power. But if they're going to give power, but is to it the a state, power or is it a, a a lack of power? Is it a well? Say, it, you actually, cannot make any laws. Actually, a lack of power would be a better way to put it's it. A restriction because on because it is a restriction, restriction on government, not the people. Restriction on on a hundred percent on rules. A hundred percent. But if they're going to forgive. Authority, I should say, to the states, 
Well, then I think the states ought to become Second Amendment zones. <laughs> I mean, you know, if they're well, going to that, become... That's what a lot of states are doing yeah. now. Like, well, was it, uh, where is it? Missouri. They passed that law saying, we're not, not only are we not going to enforce these laws on our right. le- level, we are not going to assist, assist any federal, with any federal agency yeah. from performing any type of law enforcement that we don't deem as constitutional. And there's grounds to do this because you've got states, again, Im- for another example, immigration, that is an enumerated power. And you've got states now that say, well, we're just not going to, we're not going enforce. to help enforce the immigration. Right. We're not going to help the feds. Well, then the red states can do exactly what the left, because the left states have already set the precedent. Now that's, they don't have to enforce federal law. It's not their job. Right. So but the they states can, can decide assist. they don't want to assist or they right. don't want to do right. it. Right. Which, which if everything's working properly and you've got somebody that comes down and they're illegal and they're committing murders, then the state should apprehend them, call the feds, well, murder the feds is a state get crime. them. Right, but what I'm talking about is if it's an illegal person doing it. If it's an illegal person, then it need they need to be taken by the feds so they can either right. be deported or. But we know that doesn't know, happen. But it doesn't happen. Slap on the wrist, it's, let them go exactly. again. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, and here they're talking about in Missouri, they have the law saying they cannot infringe on citizens' rights, and if federal agents come in and they try and do something that Missouri deems is against constitutional protection. They can that's, take legal action against those federal see, agents. See, that's beautiful, and every state should follow. And shame on a on a Republican governor who doesn't follow suit right away. Yeah, now that's going to be that's, that's that probably going to gonna end up in court sooner or later if they actually get to Maybe, the point but, where they arrest a federal yeah. agent. That's right. going to come. That, that's I'm that's sure going to be would. the start of the dominoes. But you know what? I I think it it's it's up to Republican conservative governors to make their states uphold the Constitution if the federal government. Is going to be controlled by authoritarians like Biden. Right, right, exactly. If they're going to yeah. violate the constitution, yeah, protect but so, your citizens. So many people don't care. Yeah, protect like, your citizens. Oh well, I don't like guns, so I don't care that it's protected. Yeah. I just don't want them anyway. They don't care until it knocks on their door. Yeah, and then all of a sudden oh. they're calling the police, going, "You need to get here now." Yeah, it's like, oh, well. where are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that story yeah, all the time. Don't get, this. don't get mad at at us when we're able to protect our homes. Property, when, when family, you're, right, dogs. When you're on hold with the police department, asking, we'll get to you soon. Well, you heard this. I tell this story time about the guy who called and said he called the police department. And he said, there's three guys breaking into my garage. She's, they go, are, are they in the house? No, they're not in the house. They're in my separate garage out back, but I hear them rummaging around. Can you send somebody over here right now? You'll be able to catch them. Well, sir, we're very busy right now. We have a lot of other calls. We'll get to you as soon as we can. So he calls back two minutes later and says, Never mind. There's no hurry. I shot the three guys. <laughs> so they're taking care Take of it now. Take your time. And then, of course, the police Within were there minutes. in three minutes. They caught the guys in the garage. And they questioned the guy and said, hey, I thought you said you shot him. I thought you said you shot him. He goes, I thought you said you were too I busy to get you here. Said, <laughs> that would be great. And I'm, I don't know if that's a real story. Right. But, but unfortunately, though, it's probably uh, in a big true. City. I mean, yeah. that's probably the way. Oh my God. Because there are, I promise you, there are cities where if you call the police, you're going to get an answering service. You're going to be on hold. <laughs> Thank you for calling the DeKalb County Police Department. Hell, thanks for calling the updated Brandon Association Police Approved. Yes. Call Thank center. you for calling the defunded police department of DeKalb County. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold while we well, check and see if there's a janitor that could come help you. See if we can recruit somebody to come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have man. a few prime draft picks. Let you me know. see if we rush them up a little bit. Yeah. At some point, at some point, there's going to be neighborhoods when this bleeds out into the burbs where there's going to be a liberal house and the conservative house. And the liberal house is going to be whining and begging the conservative house to protect them too. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I would charge by the bullet. That's right. <laughs> by the minute. Any minute yeah, you still with me on the phone to call me to help you protect your stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to cost you. You don't want to find the, hey, the police, but you can pay me. <laughs> and if the zombie apocalypse ever did happen... Uh, you you ain't getting my water. No, you're going thirsty, <laughs> or buddy. My food. <laughs> yep. Well, you know the zombie apocalypse is almost here. Have you ever walked around like in a big urban area and oh, watch everybody just glued to their that, phones? Yeah, that's walking true. around just not. Even, they're just not focused on anything. You've got the cell phone zombies and you've got the uh, the homeless zombies. Right, and then you've got the people who are just listening to music with their yeah, iPods yeah, and they're just bouncing along, yep. oblivious to anything around them. You know that's so true, Roger. The zombies that's are so there. True. I got to tell you, I, I now I was just down in Mexico. And I saw somebody that damn near got run over because they were just walking engulfed in their phone and just started to step out into the street. 
Yep. And, and I mean, it's happens amazing, every day in big amazing to watch this happen. Yeah. yeah. The zombies are among us. They walk <laughs> yes. among us. <laughs> now, there was the one Cell video in the mall of the lady who was walking in the mall, looking at her phone, and she hit one of those, a little, the little half walls they have around fountains. Yeah. And she hit it and she oh. fell right into the fountain <laughs> with her phone. <laughs> I hope her phone was waterproof. <laughs> yeah, this is years ago. I don't know, but <laughs> so it, it wasn't, <laughs> but she sued the mall because what? the mall security guys released the video. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> if you're that stupid, you need should. to suck it up. Yeah. You know what? That's exactly right. If, if, if was, you're going to perform a Darwin act, yeah. Then everybody should get to see it and laugh. We should get to enjoy it a dozen times. She was so oblivious. (laughs) And it's not like there's, it's a, it's a fountain in a mall. It's a huge freaking fountain in the middle of a mall. It's not like she stepped on a french fry and slipped and hurt herself. She hit a freaking immobile concrete fountain. (laughs) Man. And fell right into it. Uh, you know, like I said, if you're going to perform a Darwin moment, then everyone should be able to enjoy it. That's right. Let's all judge that. You yes, know? we should all get to judge and enjoy. Absolutely. That's right. That was. I mean, you know, you know what? That that should be part of your punishment. We should start a you made U- a public spectacle. We should start a YouTube channel, Roger, where we just show these videos and you and I rate them. Yeah. Oh, we well, can rate them on the Darwin that? scale from one to ten. Yeah. <laughs> How stupid was this? How stupid was this? Hey, that's a good show. How that stupid a, was that's this? That's a great that's show. The name of the show. Greg Behar, if you're out there, mark that right now. Let's start getting that website locked down. Yes, lock it down, Gregory. How stupid is this? How stupid is this? Or how stupid was that? I don't know. No, we gotta go. Maybe we'll do both. Yep. That's oh my god, great. yeah, that's cause that's the kind of you punishment know, people should get. You know, public embarrassment uh, on social media is probably a better punishment than anything the than law anything. Than anything, absolutely. I want to do, maybe, maybe we'll do a show sometime, Roger, and we'll have a segment that is, am I a Democrat? You know, they're used to, and, and, and. Now, there are Republicans who do stupid things. Well, too. we could Come do that now. too. Am I an establishment Republican? <laughs> well, I mean, we could do it both, but it would be fun, to especially to do, am I a Democrat? Because there are some people, there are young people out there that don't understand really the differences, and they just think, they're just told all their lives to vote for the letter D. Well, because they think well, the, they think America is a democracy. And right. they think Democrats, democracy, a full that democracy. Sense. Absolutely. That's probably what they think, Roger. And, but I mean, it would be fun. Now, I don't know if you remember, but there used to be a dude on Sirius Radio, and I'm not going to say the name. I don't want to get us in trouble. But, um, but he used to do a segment. It was one of the funniest segments I've ever heard. And the segment was Dude, Am I Gay? <laughs> oh no, I remember that, yes. And, uh, so we could do something similar to that, uh, Dude, there, Am I a Democrat? There's a dude on TV, Tosh.0 or something. Oh Tosh. yeah, yeah, I remember he that. Do, he does something similar to How Stupid Is This? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> or How Entertaining Was This? <laughs> yeah, so we should, I think we should run with that. I think it would be hilarious, especially not, yeah, How Stupid Is This? Uh, how, dude, dude, Am I a Demo- or am I a Democrat? Just, and we Democrat. can help you. We can help you. Decide, you, you, yeah. you call in and say. Well, send us an email saying, I, this happened. How do you rate right. me? Right. If you're a dude, you can call the show and say, I like to wear panties. You're a Democrat. <laughs> and usually, sorry, David. And usually they're bunched up. They're bunched up most of the time. So, you know. If your panties are constantly in a wide, you're a Democrat. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. I am Roger B. with Victor from On Point with Victor on America's Web Radio. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearm liquidation service at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at 
Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back with, uh, where are we? oh, Roger. locked and loaded. That's right. Here we go. Can I tell you my Ukrainian story? <laughs> let's hear a Ukrainian story because you're, you're, so, you have family in the military. So, so. I, let's just say I've got some connections and I saw a video and I actually saw this video, folks, and it was freaking hilarious. Well, okay, it's funny. I, I'm sorry, it's fun. Um, I mean, you've got these Russians that are over there trying to kill some Ukrainians, so I, I'm not, I don't feel too bad for them. I feel bad for some of these guys because they're kids and they don't know what they're doing. They're just following orders. Yeah. But, um, there were two, uh, <laughs> there were two soldiers who hid behind a concrete wall, but there was no roof. Oh, and, um, one, one soldier started performing, um, let's play Bob for apples. Oh. On the other soldier, you see what I'm saying? No. Yes. Oh my so goodness! The drone was catching all this on video. Dude, am I gay? <laughs> so the drone. Now, David, you'll love this. The drone, which is probably a United States drone uh, given to Ukraine, uh, was over this and captured it on video. And you see what I just described. And then they dropped a. I don't know what the grenade is called. But they dropped this thing. I mean, they landed it right next to these. They are no more. Let's put it that way. They had their last moments of. Uh, but one of them was. was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> really going out with a bang. Um, yeah. No, they went out with a bang. Oh my god! Yeah, they some went of that. Out with a bang, so. I saw drone footage from the uh, the deserts, the the Iraqi war. I guess it was. What was the last conflict we were in? Desert storm. Desert storm. storm. Yeah, desert storm. Mm-hmm. I saw some videos from that. Oh my god! Especially at night when they're doing the uh, the night vision stuff, and you can see like a convoy oh, going god. through. So, and they show the plane comes through the puff the magic dragon with all these uh, little AC one thirty fours, and they just mm-hmm. light that thing up, and uh, they're just you can see them kind of running, scrambling, mm-hmm. trying to hide under things. One guy hides under something. Boom, it gets Boom. blown up. Oh. It's like no, no, nobody's leaving yeah, this site. You ain't leaving that. Yeah, that's. I, that's awesome. That stuff is fun to watch, you know? Oh, absolutely. We, we talked about that yesterday on the, uh, remembering, uh, Desert, Desert Shield. Shield. Wow. And, uh, it was, uh, Well, that was one of the first wars that we could actually see firsthand some of yeah. the stuff that you normally don't see. That that's civilians true. can't see. We were talking about the, uh, Warthogs. Oh, oh I love, the A-10 it's is my favorite jet. One of my favorite jets. By far, by far. That thing is amazing. And, and I, I will say, you mentioned night vision. I got a chance to see an example of the new, the new night vision is un. Oh, it's all digitally I, I enhanced and everything. I tell you yeah. how amazing it is. It, is it even, even if a light comes on, you don't, you know, you, you want to pull it off. You don't even have, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. The technology yeah. that, that we have. It's improving. And unfortunately, greatly. the Biden administration is giving it to Ukrainians, not to our guys. They're going to give it to the Ukrainians and then they're in turn going to give it to Russia. Well, yeah. Cause Russia's yeah. going to capture them. They might as well give it direct to China you know. because so much of this stuff that they're sending to Ukraine to is going to China, end up Then we can buy it back at half the price because they'll, they'll be manufacturing it at half the price yeah, in no time. And He's you so were talking about the latest. I was there for the first. Oh, wow. re- oh yeah. my goodness, wow. NV1s, yeah. The starlight scope. Yep. Wow. Now, that depended on ambient light to see yeah. images yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then they'd light, you'd be green. Yep. Man. See and lots now, of that stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have to get that. I'll get that <clears throat> video they, that I saw. The crazy thing is you can so buy you can a lot of night vision stuff now as a civilian. Yeah. And yeah. It is unbelievable. Yeah. And it's even the civilian. Better. Is, but, I've but, got one that's just, ooh. it's black and white only, but it's, uh, but still, IR, it's in, infrared in, lit. Okay. And you can see everything. That's, that's like 300 yards in amazing detail. I mean, but the technology they have now is just, um, what I saw, I could not believe it. 
Yeah. I could it's not. It's like I went to a you, warfighter you conference. You are totally, you have total sight in the black in of the night. the black of night, yep. And I, I mean, it's on, but we yeah. have such an advantage with that, and it's just unfortunate that these bozo Democrats are going to end up Plus, giving it away. computers make that possible, because they They're have microchips they can put in these things that analyze and enhance yeah. everything to an it's amazing, amazing degree. But to create what we've created, no one else has it, but like until say, we I, give it to them. I saw a thermal camera at a warfighter conference down at, uh, where's it, what's the Special Forces military base down there at Columbus. Yeah. And um, the guy put him on me. He said, okay, look at that wall over there. Now, that, see that guy standing over there? I'm going to tell him to put his hand on the wall. He puts his hand on the wall. He takes it back. And you can see his, see hand, his hand print. Hand the print. heat yeah. from his handprint yeah. stayed there for like a minute. It's crazy. It could detect less than one degree difference between the the wall Man, and the surrounding crazy. concrete. It was amazing how it's much impressive. it detect. It's impressive. I mean, it would pick up footprints in the sand. Just mm-hmm. the friction from the sand moving was enough to generate enough heat to where you could Man. see some, where somebody had walked. Isn't that crazy? I, you know, it, it's amazing, folks, and that's why we're, we're the greatest country ever still, even with these bozos running it. And, the, and one of the guys I was talking to, this connection that I have that was giving me a whole lot of military insight, uh, it was just amazing. And, and one of the things that we talked about was Space Force. Nobody understands what Trump has done, but how, how I know they how, made fun of that. Yeah, but, but how amazing. But no, well, first of all, nobody really understands how amazing this space force is going to be and what it's doing. We have no idea what it's doing, but but it's because of Trump. And if you notice, all the people who made fun of Trump with space force, what are they doing now? They're, they're backing it. They're backing it. They don't want to let it go, and now they're it's running going to it. to be our next line of defense. Oh, 100%. To be able to see things 100%. from space, determine where the threats are it's, without ever having to put a foot on the ground. Oh, it goes beyond that. unbelievable. It goes oh, beyond yeah. that. And, and well, you know where it started. All they have to do is go to Biden's garage. And <laughs> find whatever they Just want. Just drop a balloon over his house. <laughs> <laughs> a balloon. That's all oh, the, When I'm going to be really worried is when that balloon sitting over the house has a hook on it <laughs> and just hooks up stuff and it just drags it away yeah. that that may be one of the amazon balloons they're using those to deliver goods and deliver pick up returns goods, now yeah. <laughs> well they're they're going to get blasted out of the sky by joe brandon well you saw that was i think it was cool. at a nascar race or something the goodyear blimp, goodyear blimp. <laughs> don't shoot <laughs> don't shoot that was at uh, daytona i yeah. think the daytona race. race oh my yeah. god that was hysterical don't shoot don't shoot <laughs> They're dirigible flying up over uh, the racetrack. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, you gotta have a sense of humor about these crazy, uh, oh, Chinese spies. Especially I when wonder what they're looking for anyway. I mean, with oh, Alibaba and all this stuff, they send I, all this stuff out to us anyway. You no, can I'll tell you what they're, this, uh, t- my theory, and I, I promise you I'm right, and, and unfortunately, I'm gonna be right. What China was doing with that balloon, if you look at the path that it went over, it went over power grids, it went over missile installations, but why would it be going over power grids? EMP, baby, I'm telling oh. you, I'm telling you, if they get EMP technology where they can pop it from a balloon and drop... Hey, I saw EMP technology in the last Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> It was there and it worked great. See, they need to stop copying Hollywood. That's right. But you know, but I don't think, I don't think China wants to cripple us. Their economy relies so much on our economy. Well, if you look, if you look at all the information now, how we're all verified now, everything we said about the COVID-19 and all that mess, we were right. Well, you know what? So you're saying. They shouldn't call it conspiracy theories. They should call them spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. But you see now, so why did China do what they did? It was to weaken the U.S. So it may not be that they want to take us out, but China's economy is on toothpicks anyway. They do not want a strong, and then. But they, they rely on the look, U.S. dollar so well, much. Well, they, they do, but, but if we're weak and they're weak, then they can super, they're gonna, they may get past us. us. Yeah. And then if they can convince Russia and Iran and everybody to start using, we need not to stop using selling the dollar. Them all our farmland, because uh, their biggest I mean, issue is providing food for them. Oh, people. China's our biggest threat, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And Trump knew this. And not Putin, but. As, as you all know, I still own a farm. Absolutely. And, uh, it's close to a closed Air Force base. Oh, neat. And uh, I got, I have had offers for the farm from legitimate realtors mm. over many, many years, you know, but legitimate realtors. This weekend, I got my first one that has to be Chinese inspired. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Way higher than you would normally expect to get for that? 
No, it was just the way that they approached it, and uh, you know, I didn't have all the scribbling on it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it was, uh, you know, if you're interested in selling, we have the people that can buy, give you cash for it. They just kind of pass a note across the table, like, here's our number. Here's our number. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. It's probably a Chinese group. Yeah, but if the Air Force Base is closed, I guess there's, yeah. I mean. Well, it, it's they turned it into a general aviation base, but it's uh, still. Okay. It's I still. Tell you what, uh, it was, it's not, it was not that far from the farm that. I had and worked when I was in college, mm. and uh, I looked up one day, and there was this humongous black bird. No kidding! Coming out of its that's awesome. Wow! Engines, mm-hmm. and it was getting lower and lower and wow. lower as it came over my where I was on the tractor. Wow! And uh, what was that? Was, What's that plane? Those, those things are amazing. B fifty two. B fifty two. There you go. Yeah. Had uh, declared an emergency, and so they had routed them to Reese Air Force Base, the closest uh, runway. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, and that. The other time I came in contact was when I was flying, and uh, one had left uh, Warner Robbins, and I looked up and uh, had another pilot with me, and he looked up, and uh, the only. Then you can say when you see a massive plane like a B-52 coming towards you is, holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Divert. He, he Divert. Away and I, I peeled oh. off to the, wow. the uh, right and he peeled off to the right. Yeah. Break right. Uh, Break right. I guess, is that standard procedure <laughs> when you're standard. flying at somebody? Break I mean, right. to go right. To both planes go right. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I know with boats you're supposed to do that. You always veer to the right if you're coming yeah, head on. Yeah. Right, right. It usually works too, unless the other boater's drunk, which I've seen happen. But you know, you brought up China's buying up everything. Yeah, yeah, they and we need to put a stop to it. Well, some states are putting a stop to it. I mean, would we have to change U.S. law? Well, some states are doing it. State, some state. It's a state thing. Yeah. You must be a citizen of that state. state states are doing it. I'm not U.S. Sure. citizen, you or to, no? You have to be a citizen of the United States to buy. Yeah. And I think Missouri came out. I'm not sure, but now, I, I, and South Dakota is also doing something. Isn't that the case states. in Mexico? Certain areas are off yeah, limits in, to in Mexi- Yeah, in Mexico, we're all off limits to foreign investors. Yep. Uh, you can't own a. Oh, if you're, pardon me. What I started to say is, any son of a bitch that is doing it and representing and not. Saying that they're representing, oh, right. should be taken out and put up against the wall. Well, like it's not it's not illegal right yeah. now, though. I mean, they're no, everything they're doing is legal. No, but they yeah. should divulge the information. There's, hey, my my people are Chinese money. Ethics involved, right? Yeah, right. It's called being a American. But you know, I mean, if they're not going to do it, somebody else will. You know, but until we change the laws and not enable them to do this, it's on us to you know we have to change the laws. It's like Trump was saying. He goes, you know what? You want to fix the immigration system? Change the laws. I'll sign it. But we have the ability to change the laws, but we don't. It's like with the gun control stuff. They have not really come out with too many federal laws until this latest thing on the pistol brace, which is still, it's been declared, it's been determined, and it's in in, a for, in effect now that if you have a pistol brace, you're supposed to register it as a Class three weapon. Mm. And that's going to be a nightmare because there's almost 40 million of them out there in circulation. Damn. And like I say, it was, oh, was it Connecticut, I think? Well, they had a registration. Like they do such a fine job with the postal system and handling <laughs> yeah. large millions and millions of <laughs> envelopes a day. They had to be a piece of cake. To sure. 40 yeah. Million. Well, I mean... <laughs> But the thing is, registration almost always leads to confiscation. No, of course. They want to 100%. know because they want to know where to come get them when they're ready. hundred percent. Connecticut proved that. They wanted everyone yeah. there to register their assault yeah. weapons. You can still keep them. They're grandfathered in. You assault can keep them. rifle. Now yeah. the governor up there is talking about, well, you know, we need to take these out yeah, of circulation. They don't them. need to be here. 
and if you mm-hmm. registered up there, they know you're a target. Going. You're yeah. going to be the first one they come to and try and take your guns away from yep. you. And well, they're yeah, going to say it's in the so. Yep. So if you're in if you're in Connecticut, go have a boating accident. Yeah, public public safety. I love, yeah, public oh. safety. Well, now right. again, this was the danger of these idiot p- people in this country who allowed the government to get away with what they got away with with COVID, because now everything's going to be public danger. Public we must danger. do this for the public. Public safety. Public safety. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And so that's, now that's instead, but it won't be just the virus. Next, it's going to be climate, guns. That's right. And, and I've already said this, and everybody should say this, especially if you're conservative, if you're libertarian. We do not have a gun problem. We have a crime problem. Right. Period. Because we don't have an because we have an enforcement problem. And an enforcement problem. That's that a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Enforcement problem. I'm going to roll, but you keep on going. Roger. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was something that. Um, a story today about a guy who was caught with a weapon, and it, it was his third offense, and they let him go. They sentenced him to 18 months hmm. and let him go in six months. And they wonder why crime is so why bad. Why is crime so bad? But instead, they're going to say, oh, see, it's the guns. It's oh, like, they want to no, blame the guns. You have it's the just, laws on the yeah, books. Use like them. That, uh, that last shooting, if that dude had been properly charged with a federal crime, which is what they charged him with, and then they dropped it, some liberal attorney general or prosecutor judge. reduced it, and the judge went along with it, then he ends up killing people. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have laws on the books. They're there. Use yeah, them. they're there. Use them. Well, I don't understand and would love somebody to explain it to me, like one of the stupid judges that does that, is what's it to them? You know, I mean, what are, what yeah, what, are they proving? You, you got to wonder, is there a kickback for letting douchebags go? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it'd probably be a federal Biden kickback. <laughs> Their cartel bosses pay off the judges. Is Hunter uh, Biden around? Yeah, that's, oh, unfortunately, that's, I wouldn't be surprised. In it for the judge. Yeah. You, you do have to ask that question. You really well, do. Their, their political really do. affiliation yeah. pressures them into making those type liberal decisions. Oh, that's but, awful. But I tell you what, that guy that shot somebody with an illegal gun, I bet he doesn't vote either. Yeah, he was a minor, I think. He was like 16 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I talked about that last week. Hell, they want the Biden administration and Bernie frickin' Sanders, they want to open up all the jail systems, felon or not, and give them a ballot and let them vote so they can ballot harvest from the jail cell. And they'll tell them, you vote like this, you're, you're going to get places. extra food at the yeah, cafeteria. they're doing it. We'll give you an extra cigar, cigarettes. Extra, cigarettes, extra pack of cigarettes every week for six months if you vote if this you guy. you vote for this guy. Yeah, and yeah they, that's ridiculous. going on. I mean, that, my goodness, the DeKalb County jails here in, in Georgia is doing crap like that. Are they? They're getting... That's I thought, what I heard. I thought, that's what I heard. I thought, allegedly. Allegedly. I convicted felons were not allowed to vote They're not. I mean, they shouldn't. They're not supposed to But they're letting them do it anyway. I've... Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, yeah, that sounds allegedly. like allegedly full squeeze. Yeah, it does. If somebody, somebody's behind this, and you wonder well, why we're becoming a third world country. The, the Democrat Party. Hey, yeah. I've said it before. You can't bring there to here and not expect here to become there. That's right. It, you know yeah, what you is can't. it? Uh, Colonel West said, "It's the locust effect." The locust. <laughs> it, 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 without, it, without messing up, it didn't take me long, but I can promise you the Democrats still can't. Well, I know Joe Biden can't say that. <laughs> Joe Biden can't say, what flavor ice cream do you have? He couldn't remember the the Zoom. He tried to say he was on a Zoom call, and he couldn't get that right. Oh, my God. I mean, this dude. I watched that video the other day. I was showing that to somebody who didn't know the Let's Go Brandon, where that came from. <laughs> so I showed them the original video of the NASCAR driver being interviewed That's good. with the crowd yelling in the background, F. Joe, F. Biden. Joe Biden. And she's going, oh, look, they're yelling for you. Oh, Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I don't think they're saying that. He just kept on yeah, talking. He, he ignored it. Talking. He ignored it. And she coined a no. phrase that will forever, forever. be emblazoned in Brandon. the hearts of Republicans and, and conservatives alike. And, the, and then the probably one of the best let's go brandon was the military guy who was on the phone call with jill and joe biden right for the christmas and he thing ended the call with let's go brandon hey, and let's go. joe biden yeah let's go brandon he goes let's go brandon i jill, agree jill biden was firing daggers at that guy <laughs> oh my god i, I watched that because then i showed that her that video great. also oh, yeah did? Okay. yeah because i showed her she's like it popped up in one of my feeds where yeah let's go brandon <laughs> he goes i don't get it what does that mean so i had to go back to the nascar driver oh. and give the give it some context yeah. And who knew that that news reporter would coin a phrase that would be forever in the I, you hearts know, of I, I said it back then, and I'll say it now. She was great on her feet, 
because this was her chance to to make it big by interviewing this guy. And if she had to continue to let it go with F. Joe Biden, she would have gotten cut and that would have never aired. So good on her feet to to come up with yeah, something quickly. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and you know that NASCAR driver is like, oh, my God. Uh, that, they're talking yeah. about me every time. Every time, yep. Uh, that is just brilliant how that came about. With that the guy really on the was. phone call for the Christmas thing with the kids. Oh, oh and great. let's go, Brandon. Let's and go then Brandon. Joe Biden goes, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, I agree. Let's go, Brandon. He I says agree. it back and says he agrees. That's like, <laughs> he has so Jill, stupid. The, the look on Jill Biden's face, she He was just basically furious. says, F me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, F me, I agree. <laughs> what, I mean, <laughs> what, what would Kamala have been doing? Oh, gosh. Cackling like a witch. <laughs> this oh. is she even in the news anymore? Has she done anything like no, that? No, they're trying to hide her. They're trying to get rid of her. Well, of course they and, are. And this is going to be fun to watch because there is no way they can move her off the ticket without complete backlash. So oh yeah, because she's not she's not going to go along. With she that. isn't going away. Oh hell! She I, she, I, she they, knew when she got on with Joe Biden, she yeah. was expecting oh, to be president she, within a year. As soon or two. as they opened that door, she latched that wagon, and she's still waiting to be president. She, yeah. she thinks she's going to be anointed. And uh, now they want her gone. The Democrats want her off. You can't do it. I don't care if you replace her with with uh, another black female. It doesn't matter. The fact if they do this to her, they're she doing it to her. With yeah. what ninety percent of the black women out there, Democrat women are going to do. They're going to go. You just did that to a woman, black woman. I mean, it won't. I mean, and they, they've they, never they just, done it to any white man. Before. And they've never done it to a white man. <laughs> did you see her deal the other day on them designs? Oh gosh. No, yeah, yeah, is she speaking again in in third grade language? Yeah, and and that's what she. Oh, I and, and love Vince, and she giggle every time. But yeah. I've 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 loved Vin Design since I was in the third. Since grade. I was in the third grade, well, she, I love. But look who her boss is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he doesn't understand if she Dementia goes above third Joe. grade level. No, that's right. Dementia Joe won't understand anything beyond I, the third grade. I love school buses. Can <laughs> they're so big and yellow? <laughs> they're like a big banana. They're like a and big I, banana. I never noticed. The next time she's on and she pulls one of her laughter things, that lady has a set of teeth. That would scare. <laughs> would make a horse jealous. Make a horse jealous. Oh, yeah, I mean, she does. She has huge teeth. Well, you know. Which oh, would be fine if she had good ideas. <laughs> this is the most incompetent administration we've ever had. In, uh, when you've yeah, got Kamala, who can't speak above a third grade language as vice president, you've got Pete Buttigieg, who, I mean, they was known as Pothole Pete in Indiana as mayor, and they elected this him, guy, and they elected him in Indiana, and now he's appointed to. Secretary of Transportation, the guy is so incompetent, it's ridiculous. He actually uh, took mean, off. Uh, he took paternity out. leave for four months, and nobody even nobody knew he was gone. Him. You guys are too young to remember, but I was there in in the fifties and sixties, and into you know, and new politics of a sort. But we also had a gentleman named J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover, and uh, he was the FBI guy, right? To wear heels, and. Uh, yeah. He would not have let this administration would be non-existent because he protected the United States, whether you like the way he did it or, or not. not. Yeah. But security was at the top of the list, right? And if you were an LGBTQTYZ alphabet soup, you wouldn't be in the administration. If you were <laughs> now wait a minute, wasn't he known for some of that stuff himself? Kinda. No, he, he was. I mean, he a, a little bit of um, cross-dressing, eccentric. Yeah. Dressing, <laughs> but you're right. He was very, very forceful on on security. Hey, I, I mean, he was known. Les- That's why the FBI was. I mean, yeah, he I knew is. some lesbians. I would put up against a lot of millennials any day of the week to <laughs> yeah. kick some butt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> some softball players. That I, was like, mm-hmm. I was afraid of them, <laughs> and I'm yeah, not a small guy. No, exactly. You're talking about this. This is well. You know, it started. It yeah, started. By how about down. Obama? Obama would not have qualified to be his own Secret Service agent because of his background. Yeah. His no, background was that it. controversial because he had associations with people who made him a security risk. Bill Ayers. He couldn't be a, yeah. a Secret Service, Secret for Service agent for his own detail, but yet he was president. It's crazy. I mean, our security system in this country and, is failing miserably. And they have a problem with Trump. Man. Right. They investigated him for two years oh. and couldn't find anything more than... Two sh- years? They're still investigating I know. Him. <laughs> and the only thing they could find is he snuck 12 <laughs> items into the 10 and under lane at the grocery store. That was his worst That's crime his they worst discovered. Crime. 
And they found oh Russian God. evidence in his house in the form of salad dressing. <laughs> that, that's all they got. Could not find another thing wrong with that. And yet there he is still being investigated to this day. To this day. It's ridiculous. And like I say, he was he was a little brash. He was a little abusive. He You're didn't. Leaving. I got to go. I got to go. See you later, dude. He's handling it. Yes, we're taking care of it. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And Vic. From one point with Victor is now stepping out, so we'll have to do without him for the rest of the hour. But yeah, we're talking about Trump, and he was, he was a little abusive, he was a little abrasive sometimes, but he was a New Yorker. He was a loudmouth New Yorker, spoke his mind, normally spoke things that were absolutely truthful, if everybody else was thinking, but wouldn't say, he had the guts to say it. Which is great, he was probably one of the best presidents we have ever had as far as action goes. Granted, if they had taken his phone, if they had kicked him off Twitter a year before, probably wouldn't have been better for everybody. Because he was just answering too many people who didn't deserve to be answered by the President of the United States. But he was, I mean, his economic program was brilliant. His foreign policy was amazing. He got more peace treaties signed than any other President in God knows how long. It was amazing how much peace he brought to the planet, how many leaders he brought together that hadn't set foot on the same soil in over 60 years, and he managed to do it. He was a king negotiator beyond any president we've ever had. And unfortunately, people didn't see the benefits of what he brought. That's, you know, you don't even want to start me on people. <laughs> what people magazine or pe- people in general or citizens of the states who people voted for vote. voting for Biden over Trump. I mean, now granted Trump was not the best possible candidate. No, like I say, he had issues, lots of issues. There were problems. He had trouble dealing with the authoritative authority, authority structure in the government because he was used to being the boss. That was a problem for him, but he did the best he could. He tried to work with everybody, he tried to negotiate his path and he did fairly well as far as getting things done. The economy was booming. Foreign relations were great. I mean, yeah, and granted, he said things about people he shouldn't have said, and some things he said were true, but just not the kind of things you expect a president to say. But the difference between him, as many have pointed out, he was a businessman. Right. You know, and he knew how to negotiate. He knew how to uh, run a business. And he took on the job of president that it was just a big corporation. It was a job, yeah, and it is. It is just a job. It's not some sort of magical position that enables you to do all kinds of things you want to do. He had to learn, unfortunately, that he had to work with people to get things done. And he did really well. If the Republicans had stood by him as they should have, he would have fixed so many of our nation's problems. Oh, yeah, and and if the media had dropped dead. Yeah, well, yeah, they weren't helping this case either. It's just ridiculous. They don't realize if the Democrats take control of everything, the media is going to be the first thing that's going to be muzzled. And they have no idea. They're helping the party that's trying to muzzle them more than anything else. It's ridiculous how little freedom they realize that they would not have had they got Democrats in charge of everything now. You know, the media, again, since I started many years ago, has changed so much. It's not, we don't ever, I don't know other than America's Web Radio and maybe a couple of other that, and and we're not a news station. We're no, we a are talk station. Entertainment. And, uh, but growing up it, and being in uh, at KLBK in Lubbock, Texas, as a matter of fact, and you couldn't, we, we had news reports. We didn't have opinion reports. We had right. Not everything was an editor's opinion or exactly. A, you and, know, uh, that's all we get today. You can't find a quote unquote hardcore news channel that tells the truth. That doesn't have a bias in some yeah. way. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunately what the American people have expected to happen. They don't expect to hear the news delivered to them straightforward with just the facts being presented and able to make their own decision. I don't know if it's because most people are too stupid to make their own decision or because they don't expect that, so they expect to be told what they're supposed to think by whatever news agency they well, pick. They've, they've learned to uh, accept pablum for hardcore news right. and opinions. And, uh, you know... I. Everybody praised Walter Cronkite during Vietnam, and 
I was one that didn't. I, he he caused more deaths. Was he opinionated in his delivery? Was he opinionated in his delivering of the news? Oh yeah, he was a he was a left winger that you know he how can I say it? He was the first to show body bags and give a count of how many Americans had been killed today and how many. Vietnamese well, have been killed. Those are facts. And, I mean, well, but it was the way he presented it, you know. Okay. And uh, you know, you can facts are like statistics. <laughs> you yeah. can twist them to meet whatever you need. Yeah, exactly. If you lose and, the right ones. And and he was not a great reporter. He was more of what we have today, opinionator. And uh, Chet Huntley and David Brinkley probably were more legit than anybody else back then. And there's a difference in today and what we had back then was that if you go back and look at any of the old, you know, Chet Huntley, David Brinkley shows or any of the news shows, at the end of the show, as they said, good evening, folks, they were taking their pile of paperwork there and signing it. Because they had to be responsible for what they had read. And if they, yeah. yeah, if they said something that was off page, then it had to be shown it was not what they were told to say. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And today, you know, you don't have... They just ramble on. What was her name? Rachel Maddow. When the President oh. Trump got elected, she was just spouting off how... I mean, he hadn't even done the first thing yet except win the election. And she was so biased that she couldn't even decide, okay, let's see how this goes or let's see what's going to happen now. We have a new president. No. She's going, nope, this is happening. Oh, my God. This is the new America. This is awful. She just she went on and on about how terrible things were going to be. And it turns out she was so wrong. I remember they interviewed Trump on 60 Minutes about his stance on the gay marriage. And they were so sure he was going to try and reverse it, pull back on it, change it. He just stood there and said, it's already law. It's already settled. I'm not going to touch it. And I think at that point, the liberals realized, oh, my God, he's being very libertarian about this. It's already settled. It's done. It's law. That's it. Leave it alone. He's got bigger fish to fry. He had more important things to worry about. He had an economy that was floundering because Obama had raised tax rates so high that no businesses could survive here and they were fleeing overseas. He, he raised the capital gains tax so high that in order for companies to bring profits back home, it would have cost them more than it was worth. And Trump changed all those things to enable our country to grow, to enable... The one that I liked was that Obama had destroyed the military. Yeah. And Trump brought the military back up to... To a respectable strength, yes. He did, without a doubt. Because he knew in order to be the strongest country, you have to have a way to back that up. There's an old uh, Latin saying, Civis pacem parabellum. It means, if you desire peace, prepare for war. Because if your enemies see you're strong, you're less likely to be attacked. You're less likely to be in a confrontation because no one's going to be tempted to knock you off that post. You know, you're there. You're strong there. And you show them how strong you are. They're like, you know what? This is not the best idea. Don't poke the bear. And he was building America back up from a squirrel to a bear because Obama made a little squirrel. (laughs) But where are we today? We've got the second squirrel in office. I know. Oh, God. He's like a chipmunk. He's smaller than a squirrel and more skittish. Oh, it's it's insane. I hope that during the next election, well, we still got almost two years to go. Actually, a little less than two years till the next election. November, not this November, but the next next November. So we're still a good ways out. And um, we don't know who's jumping in. We don't know where they stand on issues. I think the Democrats are going to have the hardest job trying to decide who they're going to run. Is Joe Biden going to run again, or is they going to declare him incompetent? Is Kamala going to even be involved in this? <coughs> I just hope that they have a strong conservative candidate who is pro-gun and will uphold the Constitution and all it stands for. I'm just I'm so tired of them trampling the Constitution in order to get their own personal agenda across. Because if you look at history, every dictator throughout history has taken guns away from citizens in order to push their agenda through. And it's not something, oh, and don't say it can never happen here, because it will if we let it. The politicians are the same all over the world. They all want the same thing, unbridled power. 
The uh, speaking of the Constitution, they do it with the Bible. They do it with the Constitution, and that's. And I hate the term "rewrite the Constitution." <laughs> we we are under a living Constitution. Or reinterpreting the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen the Constitution take a breath, and uh, I don't think it will. It's in black and white, folks, and that's and it's worked for 240 years. And there, I don't think, I'm not sure anybody has been born since our founding fathers that were any smarter than they were in writing a document like our Constitution. Oh, there may have been, but those people were shunned out of the public eye because they were too smart for most people. Yeah. Oh, he's talking down to us. No, you're just too stupid to understand what he's saying. You know, that's most people would not understand the Founding Fathers if they were here speaking today. They wouldn't understand the concepts that they were using to base the Constitution on. They don't realize where they came from, what they had just dealt with, and why they were writing what they wrote. But, you know, their foresight was... Oh, impeccable. Yes. Oh, it was just, amazing how much they had. And and able to address issues that... Didn't they, even seem like they were pro- even thought of yet. Yeah, oh, they weren't. In, in my opinion, they weren't even thought of. You know, people kid about freedom of speech and freedom of the press. Well, freedom of the press means only the printing press. No, it doesn't. No. We, it, yeah, because if they say, you know, freedom of... Uh, right to keep and bear arms means only muskets, then then the same thing should apply to freedom of the press. If you're on the internet, if you're on the radio, if you're on the TV, that doesn't apply because it says freedom of the press. Press meaning printing press. Yes, they were very specific with that. But yet keep and bear arms does not specify muskets or flintlocks or percussion guns. It just says arms. Any type of weapon whatsoever. It's very broad and written that way for a reason. But it's amazing how people will try and twist the interpretation. Oh, yeah, and to to their purpose. Oh, of course. You know, that's why they want to say the Constitution is a living, breathing document, because they want to interpret it differently, however they decide it suits their needs, which is ridiculous because it's clear, it's stated, it's, it's printed, it's right there to read. You want to change it? They have a thing called the amendment. Right, and they also have the Constitutional Convention. They can get together all the states, they can call for a Constitutional Convention, and they can start changing things. Of course, that's. Ne- I don't think that's ever happened in our history since the Constitution was written. We've never had a constitutional convention. See, I need Vic here to, to, to determine if that's the case or not. No, I, I, in the back of my mind, it seems like there was one. Oh, maybe. But I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be held to it, but someplace I, there was one. It was shortly after, you know, it's sort of one of these things, after you've chosen a new sheriff and you don't like him, you do it immediately, you know? <laughs> yeah, it may have been soon after the first Constitution was ratified, but it yeah. took it took months to ratify the original Constitution because everybody had problems or issues with it, and they had to address those issues and change things to get all the states to agree. Yeah, and I think I think you hit it right on the head, is that it had something to do with states' rights. The states felt like they had been cheated out of some of their... Well, now that has happened recently. I mean, what was it? I think it's the 17th Amendment where the senators used to be appointed by the states to represent states' rights. And then they eliminated that and went to a straight vote election instead of giving the states. I mean, the presidents of foreign countries have more influence in Washington than the states do. States have no representation whatsoever in the House or the Senate. Is that why Biden said, where's Ohio? Probably. Well, probably because he forgot where he, what side of the bed he woke up on that morning. He was just a very forgetful person lately, and it's going to be affecting his job. It already has. I mean, I wonder who's actually running him, because he obviously doesn't make decisions for himself. It's pretty obvious. When he starts wandering around the White House not knowing what door he's going in, and the Secret Service scrambles to readjust for the way he went right past the door he was supposed to go in, I don't know if you saw that video or not. He starts walking off, and they're like, Mr. President, Mr. President. He's just walking on. So they run over to him, try and get around him again, and got him into another door because he just totally missed the place he was supposed to go in. I have heard, and I don't know the exact quote, so I don't want to be held responsible for saying something Or misquoting. Misquoting, because it isn't a quote. It's what I've heard that Obama said that, he would serve a third term, but not in the White House. 
Oh, like he's back. He's the puppet behind Joe, maybe. Well, because it's easy for him because his whatever he did will remain. Anything he does through Joe will not be attributable to him. He can take all the action he wants and none of the responsibility. So he can push Joe to do all these things that he may have wanted to do, but he knew some of the things he was going to do were not going to be popular. And he didn't want to take away from his popularity. So he's got a puppet there that he can help influence. As I say, there's somebody running Joe, obviously. He's not capable of making his own decisions. That's pretty clear. And anybody who thinks he's actually the president is just a complete idiot. There are people who are running him, guiding him. Giving him words to say he is a pure puppet in in the most ultimate sense of the word. Yeah, I heard one the other day, and I can't stand her to begin with. Is the press secretary that said, "Well, when we make a decision, you know, the president stands by." What did you just say? Yeah, well, when we make a decision, she's involved in the decisions apparently, because apparently they ask everybody to throw in an opinion. <laughs> it's you know I, I've never seen anything like this. Well, she's speaking for the president per se. That's the job of the press secretary, I guess. When she says we, she means the administration, I suppose. I don't know. I think they all do that. I wouldn't but. want Mophead making any. <laughs> <to me. laughs> no, probably that's what not. Mark the short calls her Mophead. Yeah, well, she's a mouthpiece. That's all she is. Yeah. You know, they just need somebody who's articulate. Oh, they wanted somebody articulate, smart, and they wanted somebody who's a black woman. So they had they discriminated against the position. Well, one out of three, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean she's she's black and she's a woman, as far as I know. Yeah, well, I haven't verified ask, that. But. Ask the Supreme Court judge to define a woman. Right, he, I'm not a biologist. <laughs> really, that's what it takes to be able to define to see decide if you're a woman or not. Oh my gosh! So I'm not I mean, a. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, yeah, it's insane. I mean, the fact that people are just not paying, I don't know if they're not paying attention or they don't care or they think there's nothing they can do. I'm not sure what the problem is. I mean, it's crazy because people who are voting now are people who never would have voted 20, 30 years ago. Because 20, 30 years ago, you had to actually pick up a newspaper to even know that there was an election going on. You had to watch the news or TV to see if there was something going on. Now these people get all their news from social media, from friends online, and half of the information they're getting is completely false. And they they don't even, they don't care because that's all they need is a 30-second ad by some politician to show why you should vote for him or her. And that's all they need. They don't need any more information. They don't want to do any of their own research. And unfortunately, with the gun laws, it's going to come down. Push is going to come to shove before too terribly long if they keep pushing along these lines. Now, so far, Biden has not really put any gun control issues up to the Senate or the Congress to try and get them to change anything. There's been talk. There's been discussions. But other than the ATF changing rulings on a few things which I guess they're entitled to do. They just, I mean, they can basically change laws by reversing their decision on something. One minute something is legal, perfectly okay, and then the next minute where they decide, nope, it's not legal anymore, we're going to take them all away. That's that's not due process. That's not how we're supposed to make laws. And the fact that they and the IRS can do this, they can change their mind and change the entire interpretation of how a law has gone through. And with the ATF, they are renowned for this. I mean, here you got, after having these pistol braces available for a dozen years and having 40 million of them in circulation, now they want to take them all away or register them just to get your name. It's like, it's almost like they planned this. They said, okay, let's make them legal so we can register everybody later. It's why we'll know everybody who has a gun of this particular type or something similar to it. We can have on file. We can start a registry list, and this is how it starts, people. You're, right now, the federal government is not allowed to keep the forms you fill out when you purchase a weapon. They're not allowed to keep them. The store where you have them keeps those. And hopefully, if those stores decide to close or shut down, they will have a flood or a fire or some sort of natural disaster to destroy most of those records. I'm not saying I've asked anybody about this, but that would seem like the most common way to get that done. Have a flood. Get all your records destroyed. Don't digitize anything if you can help it. 
and then other stores, the bigger chain stores, they digitize everything. They keep track of all that stuff on their own until they don't have to. And I don't know how long that is. I don't know if they keep track of all the gun purchases if you buy something at a big store. That would be interesting to know if they purge their records at the end of every year or do they hold on to those forever. Are they doing the government's job for them? I don't know, but that'd be interesting to find out. It would give you more inspiration to purchase from a smaller independent dealer rather than a big box store to know what they do with those records. Do they keep them online? Do they digitize them? Do they have them in their computer systems? That's what I want to know. And I guess I'll have to do a little research and see if there's any way I can find that out because they probably don't want me to know. That's for sure. (laughs) Obviously, they don't want me to know if they're keeping records or not and if the government is enticing them. It's like the government now. A lot of governments are trying to shut down banks that do business with anybody who sells guns or sells weapons. And that's completely unconstitutional. But yet the banks are going along with it. They're wanting to cooperate, which is completely silly. Oh, yeah. I, but, you know, like like you said, who's running the country? We don't know. Joe Biden is the puppet. But we don't know who's pulling his strings or got his their hand up his backside to make him move (laughs) because he certainly does very little by himself well and it may be jill yeah maybe maybe that's why he's been in there so long because she's a little power hungry and she wants to maintain this as long as possible and and you know uh cackling kamala is right there just waiting to jump in his place all right we're done we've covered all we could today i am roger b this is locked and loaded and you've been listening to america's web radio The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.